Welcome back to the Unmasked Podcast. That is Thunder in Your Heart, originally by Stan Bush, but see if you recognise this voice. This voice is in the voice. It is the voice, Johnny Farnham. Smashing some Stan Bush, we thought it would be appropriate for today for no other reason, but he's... um, He's Australia's voice, but hey. And Stan Bush crossover, plus part of one of the greatest 80s movies of all time, Rad. Rad? I've not heard of Rad. Oh, you can't get a more 80s movie than Rad. Okay, let's get to it in a sec. Let's no, just... Well, let's start with it. Jace, it's great to see <laughs> yeah, you. It's good to see you too, And Stu. Lisa, how are you? I'm good. I'm not against this song because I'm probably one of the top fans of John Farnham. Sure. Who? Well, crazy not to be. Um, Does that mean you're agreeing to watch the movie with me sometime this weekend? Uh, if, is John Farnham in it? It's got two songs on it. Two songs. Oh, Three. Three. What's Three the songs. other song? You've wooed me. Um, <laughs> break the ice <laughs> or marriage. Uh, you know, <laughs> break the ice. Break the ice. And then there's a love song in there somewhere. Ah, oh, okay. Thunder okay. in your heart. Break the ice. Are great. One of the best things about this movie <clears throat> that you'll never see in any other movie is there's a BMX slow dance. So, so uh, Lori Lachlan, who you yep. know from Full House, absolutely doing a slow dance on a BMX with another with the main guy who I don't know who he is. Wait, he two men doing a slow dance. Lori Lachlan's not a man. Um, so a, a couple's partner doing a BMX Out, slow dance outside in or a in disco? Like a, no, a disco. In a, in a disco. Yeah. So yeah. they've ridden in their bikes. I think so. That's where. That's how I remember it. Anyway, that is. <laughs> what a what a brilliant start to this well-being podcast. Oh, that is fantastic. Hey, another yeah. great John Farnham movie drop is. Yes. Oh, I've completely forgotten the name of the movie. Andy okay. Samberg movie. Um, yeah, yeah, in Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Of course. Hot Rod. You're yeah. the voice. The, you're the voice. One of the absolute brilliant um, movie needle drops. It is. Um, but guys, it's been a minute. Has been a minute. Uh, great to see you. Uh, we the last episode we recorded together with, with uh, Brad Huddleston. I wasn't even part of that. Jason wasn't even here. So this is your first for the year. First of the Welcome. year. Welcome. This one that matters. Now, this being an audio stream, people who are listening wouldn't see the hair. They'd feel they'd feel the static. There's there's hair. They would feel the static. My house smells of bleach. Sure. It really yeah. does. And I can imagine why it is. <laughs> Close to Ronald McDonald colour. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jace, do you want to tell the story about it or we just leave it as a mystery? Uh, look, let's uh, do a podcast about the whole next time. Okay, next time. Let's, yeah. let's dedicate next this, episode. Stay tuned. This is not my vulnerability podcast. <laughs> this is yours. So. A quick overview is he wanted a mullet, blonde mullet, looked great. Uh, then decided to go purple. Or it was black. Tried to strip the black out by just bleaching it again, went bright, bright red. And in the great uh, words of uh, character from Dazed and Confused, Gartney Blacker. Is that from Dazed and Confused? Don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll take Gart- it. Gartney Blacker. My hair essentially looked like I was wearing a wig. Sure. I, th- I think you should use that voice for the whole podcast if you could. Gartney shoot. Blacker, I think. Yeah, anyway, I probably got it from the wrong movie. Um, anyway. I know what you're talking about, though. You know what I'm talking about. I think we're just fumbling around because we, we haven't talked about the football yet. There's a lot, so anyway, there's a lot so no, that's fine. We're doing Crows are yeah, exactly where we think we should be. Actually, exactly. slightly ahead of where we should be. Exactly. And that's the, the, the last time we played, I believe the Crows won. When we played Port, we won. And yeah, that's yeah. what we should talk about. Yeah, yeah so that's fine. That. So. It's great to see you guys again. Um, we are just us three, which is fantastic for us. Maybe <laughs> not for those who are listening, because once again, we are three minutes and 50 seconds into the podcast and have not even not a uh, thing. touched on yeah. what we're talking not about. Not a thing. Uh, we did a couple of these last year, uh, one with Jace and one with Julia, wasn't that mm. last year? Yeah, 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 where we did a bit of vulnerability questions. So, um, you know, a big part of well-being. 
for anyone really is learning and to be vulnerable with each other, building relationships. And so we really wanted to model that um, as a group. So we've done a little bit of an exercise. So I think it's my turn today. It is. We'll shake up the hat. So Lisa has gone and she's created uh, 12 questions, right? Um, And she's got a hat. She's got Jason's hat full of bleach. There's the there's yeah, the thing. So what's going to happen right. is I'm going to pick out three three questions choose yep. one randomly, um, and I get to choose to answer one of these questions, and we'll just see what happens. So this podcast could go absolutely anywhere. It could go anywhere. Could today. The Lord of the Rings trilogy of podcasts, or <laughs> that's not a great video. Oh, I sent that video to you, Jace. <laughs> that Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Well, anyway, no, 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 I posted it. I posted it on the Instagram about the end of Lord of the Rings when all the the hobbits are <laughs> hanging out together or celebrating, and if you put like and a careless whisper or something, oh yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> yeah. We'll put a link to that on mm. the Instagram. Page, Nothing guys. like describing a meme. <laughs> Few things are more entertaining. Than yeah, that's not right. Just all the right, meme, but the description. Retelling of the meme. Here we go. What's your favourite strategy for avoiding tough situations? Question one. Question two. Do you change who you are to keep others happy? Mm, there we go. Question three. Who do you look to blame when things go wrong? Okay. <laughs> Some really positive choices there. Well, you know, um, all good questions. What's your favourite strategy? I mean, this is always the, the, the problem with this kind of podcast is you get a bit of Stuart thinking time. Mm. Do, 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 I'll pick up one that I thought was great editing. No, 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 no. No, we don't need to edit. This is fine. The, the, the fans love it. Um, I'll, look, what I'll do is I'll go, um, what's your favourite strategy for avoiding tough situations? Oh, I mean, I'm not going to answer that question necessarily. Um, I am... A little bit like my daughter in terms of I just I can just try and make people avoid uh, forget about what's happening. Uh, I guess trying to like cover it over with craziness or jokes or any kind of stuff. Um, do you change who you are to keep others happy? Um, yes. Please elaborate. No, 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 no. He's been vulnerable. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, vulnerability. That's a great podcast. We have been. We have been. I pressed the button. Uh, oh, I've still pressed the button, and we're good. Um, and who do you look to blame when things go wrong? Now, yeah, the uh, end of the podcast. Yeah, um, I think that's probably. I mean, look, you know, they, they're sort of related to each other a little bit. Um, who do you look to blame when things go wrong? <sighs> um. What was the other question that you had, Lisa? I've got a good one here. <laughs> what is the one insecurity you're pretty sure has some basis of reality to oh, it? Oh, okay. Oh, rough. Like head what size. Is, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, that Says certainly Ross, was an insecurity. Ronald <laughs> McDonald over here. Oh, no, it wasn't so much an insecurity. I mean, look, little backstory on that one is that when I was in – I mean, I have – I'm you know, for those who don't actually know me, which is probably not – Many people who don't listen to this podcast, I'm about six foot four, 100 kilos, right? So I'm a fairly large human being. And so I've got a fairly large head. In right? proportion. In pre- fairly Without in proportion. Frame. Yeah, yeah. But my head was always this size. <laughs> so, so when I was, you know, maybe 10, 12, 14, 16 years old, I had a head that required growing into. Did. Um, and so when I was in high school, when Jason knew me, I had a nickname, BHM. You were actually introduced to me as I was BHM. introduced to you. <laughs> in fact, 
uh, only just this year did yeah. I realise your name was Stuart. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what a revelation it's been, yeah. Just elaborate BHM. Tell us what that stands for. What does it stand for? Big head man. Big head man, indeed. Do you remember what NPB stands for? Oh, please don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I, I genuinely don't. <laughs> No, we've gone we've gone lower than we normally go. This is really good. Um, so, Jason, what was sorry? What was the question? Mate, pass it over to me so I can remember. I think that's probably with a the basis question. in reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, insecurity, you're pretty sure has some basis in reality. Um, I am a pretty insecure person, and I think that a part of that insecurity does does come from. Uh, I have a lot of really great friends, right? So I'm 40 years old, right? So I guess midlife crisis um, and I have some a group of mates who are really fantastic friends, right? Who I've grown up with in life and uh, went to church together. Uh, we've got kids, very similar ages, all that kind of stuff. And they've, they're quite uh, – a few of them are very successful uh, and they're very hardworking people and, you know, and they, they went through a very common um, – uh, not, not common, but typical, uh, you know, leaving school, did well at school, went to university, got a degree, got a job. That old chestnut. Yeah, that old <laughs> chestnut, right? Boring. Boring, no. yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and um, and I didn't go so through such a typical, uh, you know, growing up and all that kind of stuff. Linear process. Linear process. There we go, Jason, with the big words. Um, not that neither of them are particularly big words, but... <laughs> hey, for us northeastern suburbs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and... Now I think that's totally fine, right? And I am a big component, uh, big um, you know. In school, I think we put a lot of pressure on university, and university yep. is a really good thing, and there is massive benefit into it. But it is not the path for everybody. Mm. But a lot of what my you know, particularly in my twenties, and then it really bled into my thirties, was that I was just a big procrastinator, and uh, that that sort of outplayed itself in laziness or perceived la- laziness. So I would just get really distracted really easily. And and that became a real insecurity because like where am I in my life? Um, I'm always comparing myself to other people, which is not helpful. Um, and always, But then it becomes like, well, to a point, if I had just sort of knuckled down and maybe done the thing that maybe I think I should have done, whether that's true or not, it, it's, that's sort of irrelevant. But there was certainly a a level of insecurity in the fact that I could have done better in certain areas of my life and my life would look different now than it could have been. Now, I'm very happy with my life. I have a wonderful wife, two great kids, um, you know, a great job, other things going on in my life. I've got fantastic friends, all this kind of stuff, but there is definitely – and. Uh, maybe, maybe that's like, you know, once again, and I have fantastic parents as well. Um, who have never really put uh, bad pressure on me, but they certainly there was certainly a level of pressure, particularly from my dad, who you know who's been a bricklayer for all his life, created a very successful business. You know, he works. I was saying to these guys just before, he's just gone in for hip surgery, right? He's seventy two years old, my dad, um, and he's still laying bricks. Like he's still working, mm-hmm. literally to this day. And that was just that. That's that generation, right? We know that generation of just they do not stop working, and so he's getting his hip surgery which means he's going to be like, you know, he's not going to be able to work for a period of time. Um, so his, his work ethic has always been incredibly, incredibly hard and I haven't quite had that same work ethic in that same way. Now, he has not, you know, he has not put that pressure on me but there's perceived pressure that I've yeah. put on myself mm-hmm. and that has fed that insecurity. 
Um, do you compare that also to your brothers, like all siblings that you have? Um, a little bit, yeah. It's uh, I got two siblings. Um, one is um, so my middle brother is a he's a pastor at a church in um, he pastors a church in Washington DC. He's doing fantastic over there. Um, his wife is who's been on this podcast, mm. Jess, uh, Dr. Jessica Mormon, who literally um, speaks at the U.S. Senate, uh, giving advice to um, you know very very high level people on climate change, all this kind of stuff. Very successful people, doing very well in their life, all this kind of stuff. Um, and then my oldest brother, uh, who is a mystery to most people who actually know me, because everyone knows Chris, my middle brother. Brendan is my eldest brother. Uh, he lives in Pakistan at the moment. Uh, he's a bit more of the wild child, all this kind of stuff. But me and my, me and him, who have kind of been a little bit similar in some senses, uh, Chris, who's the middle child, he's the golden child. Right, he's right. the one that oh. mum and dad, you know, and and Do we joke together and pick pick on him then a little bit. Yeah, he's he's no, good. He's bald. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So he's completely bald. So he's got his comeuppance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. egg on his face. I think luckily I've taken him down a few notches in our relationship too because I did do Bible college at sure. ta- that table with him. And um, Yeah, yeah. It's, he's, he, he knows Lisa Kairos quite well. Bit of a class clown with the old Chris Mormon. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah. even in that stuff. Let's like us the fact about how bald he is. He's very bald. <laughs> But the problem Since is, but the problem is then, right? Is you, that you win? You've got a head full of hair. No, no, no. Yeah, that's fine. But like, I've noticed actually, I'm starting to thin a little bit, right? Ooh. But which just happens at forty. Like, it's it's fine. Does it though? Because Ronald McDonald over here. Sure, but I don't have a good shaped head, right? So if I shave my hair, my head, it's gonna. Sorry, I've just had some, you know, some um, vermicelli rice come nice. up. <laughs> um, if I shave my head, it's not going to look great. Right? He's just got a good shaped head. What are we for, talking for being under, What's bald. under there? Well, it's just a head, but it's like BHM for a reason, you know what I mean? Like it's slightly odd shaped, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so so there was this. I don't remember what the initial initial question was. Um, Do I compare myself to my brothers? Yeah. So there's always there was always a sense of comparison with Chris, and look, Chris is a great brother. Like this is no, this is certainly not a reflection on him whatsoever. Mm. But yes, you do absolutely see. You know, he's and it's funny. uh, Like so, Chris and I used to work together at Hope Valley Uniting Church, Um, and it's like even now. You go back there, and I—I I was probably there longer than him. I probably worked there longer than him, but I'm still Chris. Chris. But I'm Chris's brother. <laughs> yeah, it's Chris's brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah. you know, like there's this living in the shadow thing a little bit. Um, he was part of a a band that actually, you know, they played at the Big Day Out and all this kind of stuff. Like they had a bit of success around the place. And even um, though you and I were high school kind of mates, Chris came to our wedding, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> he did, we did put him on the mutant table of the leftovers, so yeah. you know, all is fair. Really? So just and Carl Robinson, Carl was there. Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit raw. I feel bad about that now. But to be honest, you should feel bad yeah. about that. Not as bad as Neil Dog doesn't feel about it. Not going to mind. Let's do this back in the hope. But behind, some your, yeah, behind yeah, yeah. your back, Stu, we do call you Chris's brother at work. Yeah, sure. That's fine. I have no Chris call you that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fair enough. Like, so, so, I mean, I mean we're talking about this whole idea of vulnerability and mm. insecurity. Mm. Um, and so that's that's really like, um, like brave to actually share that insecurity the way you have. And I mean, it's even having a conversation with someone today about, you know, reflecting on relationships, all that sort of stuff. And being able to recognize, um, not ask the question, are you insecure? It's a better question to ask. How are you insecure? Where are you insecure? And then how does that affect your life? Because we mm. all just need to, like, like what you have, acknowledge. Do you know what? I do have insecurities. Mm. Yeah. So my next question to this is, so you've talked about this insecurity. How do you think that 
does affect you on the day to day or like because you talked a lot about your 20s and 30s where it really mm. maybe was it more prominent then um are you aware of it now um yeah i mean even my wife and i were talking about it the other day in terms of with our kids is that we are constantly well i'm always constantly having to check myself that the things i want my children to achieve i don't just want them to achieve so that it looks good on me yeah wow yep do you know what i mean yep so we're going through this we're going through this thing where um is we're try, you know i'm really trying to encourage my kids to um play musical instruments right yep because i i grew up you know, my mum's a music teacher i was a music teacher um I, you know i grew up playing trumpet and then Fantastic. guitar, all this kind of stuff, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I've, I've got a long history of that um, and see the benefit in that, right? Claire, who's my wife, never had that, right? So, so just just didn't grow up in a musical family or anything like that. So it was never something that was... So I'm like, oh, we need to get her to do this. It's going to be super beneficial from her. Um, but they, they kind of just don't want to do it, right? For whatever reason. And just maybe, I don't know, kids being kids or this kind of stuff. And so it's like, am I just imposing that like oh, they need to play an instrument because otherwise it's going to look bad on me because I'm the son of a music teacher. Wow. Um, and if my kids aren't playing, you know, whatever, an instrument, well, then it looks bad on me. Or am I trying to do it? So I've always, I'm, I'm, I'm really conscious of that. And I was, and really good talking with Claire about it the other night, literally two nights ago about like, okay, let's make sure that we're not doing these things to try and, you know, like are we trying to get, um, oh, what's another, like sports, all this kind of stuff with our kids to try and live up to an expectation that we perceive other people are giving mm. us. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, as yeah. parents, I mean, we don't talk about this and maybe parents listening, like there is there is comparison, there is a sense of failure. I think mm. most parents would look at their, you know, often look at their flaws. There can be really unhelpful and unhealthy conversations where people talk about um you know how families are going, and yeah, you know, yeah. oh, did you hear about this kid? Wow, what you know? What have the parents done? The parents must have really messed up for the kid to be here and yeah, there. Yeah. And that's a really tricky thing. Yeah. And um, I guess, yeah, you know, for us in this context of vulnerability, and you know, to throw back to um, you listening here, like, um, hey, when was the last time that you took track of or spent some time to think about and talk with someone about? You know, not are you insecure, but hey, wh where does insecurity affect your life? Yeah, yeah. And then to have a conversation like what you're modelling with a significant person who's in your life mm. who can bounce that off you safely and go, hey, is this coming from your insecurity or is this just coming from, yeah, yeah, you know, meaning well? Because you could quite easily, maybe you just, like, I mean, because playing an instrument, for you, I know, Stu, you're, you're a phenomenal guitarist and, and so clearly that's that's brought a lot of joy mm. into your life. Um you know, brings you into different sort of communities. So you could argue yep. that your desire is purely for their benefit because you yeah. have experienced the benefit. Yeah. But it's awesome you can even reflect to go, mm. yeah, but yeah, even, where is that coming from? It, but it's, and I guess it's really uh, hard to, I'll try, how do I phrase this? Like an insecurity, insecurities are a bad thing, right? Especially when they are on the basis of comparison with someone else, right? Yeah. But if I am conscious of the fact that um, I am not, uh, practicing, I'm insecure about the fact that I'm not practicing my guitar, for example, right? Or, you know, not doing my homework or something like that because I'm not doing my homework, right? So there is a, a, a place in life to be like, oh, actually, I just need to actually do this thing, right? Yes. I actually need to be doing my homework, for example, yes. right? And so, but then some, I know that 
sometimes what happens is that we go like, oh, this is an insecurity because I'm not living up to an expectation that we kind of like explain it away in a sense. Yeah, yeah so we don't do an action. Yeah, it. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And then so it's easy to blame that kind of stuff. But whereas, you know, and it's, so it's, look, it's, and it's, this is the kind of thing that it's probably worthwhile a conversation with someone else. Am I just being silly about this? Is this real insecurity or is this really something that I am, um, need to be conscious of? Or is it just something that I actually need to like, oh yeah, no, I'd actually need to do this thing. This is an important thing in my life. Yeah. Um, and the other, like, cause, cause the other thing it comes into is that like, you know, the old saying comparison is the thief of joy. Yes. And so when I, you know, I mean, even like, so even with you guys, for example, you see on your Instagrams and stuff like that and you see like Sammy, your son playing guitar, right? And I'm like, oh man, that would just be so cool to have like a kid who just like froths on the guitar and just wants to play Metallica all the time and be a massive bogan. It was bogan years of, of watching kind of Kinder Surprise egg opening on YouTube before that. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. it, that, but that's exactly the point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I see that and I see the other who've got like – and that, you know, and literally every person is just posting the best parts of yep. what's going on. And I'm sure you look at, you know, you look at my, one of well, my daughters and stuff basketball. like that. Yeah. yeah, well, that's it. And, and, yeah. and, and for me, it, like we could switch because for me, ideally, yeah. like basketball was my life and dream yeah. and I really wanted that for Sam. Yeah. Um, and he's he's good, he mucks around, but just he didn't – he enjoys it but didn't take to it. Whereas yeah, yeah. guitar, some, some – that's just kind of come alive. How's the himself. irony, mate? So I'm, I'm rubbish at basketball and good guitar. And You've got a couple of ballers out there. They could be WNBA yeah, players they, one day. They could be. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to learn to dribble. But um, start somewhere. No, Sam, no, no, no. Sam couldn't tell you what a C like flat is. Like sure, but that doesn't matter because it, doesn't, know, exist, cause it but, doesn't exist. But you know, <laughs> like the B sharps, you mean. Um, you know the Simpsons reference there? Of course you? I know the Simpsons Sorry, reference just, there. Just, just you're, in, you're amongst. I'm yeah. amongst good friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a real bone of contention in Claire and I's relationship the is Simpsons? that I can't remember where I put my keys, yep. but any single phrase that she gives me, I have a sense of reference from yep. 25 years ago yep. that um, is relevant, is funny. Eight or nine seasons though, because they're up to season 30 and I couldn't tell you what's going on. They're still bringing it out every Wednesday. You go on Disney Plus and it's like the Simpsons, new episode every Wednesday. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. anyway. So yeah. Stu, I've got a question for you. Oh, I love it. We both had a birthday, mm. four days apart. Sure. Pretty much twins. Uh, mm. And you were really excited about this birthday. And I was quite apprehensive because it's it's fund, it's quite a fundamental it's birthday. It's a milestone. Mm. It's a milestone. Yeah. Uh, your outlook big, on big it. Big three zero. Yeah, the big, the big <laughs> 21. Uh, your outlook on it actually challenged me a lot because you were like, why are you stressed? Mm. And I was, I think I was reflecting on it and I thought, it's like, a, you know, when you have a good cup of coffee and you're halfway through and you think, oh, I'm going to have another one after this. Like, when you get to that halfway point, you realise how like how quick things have gone, like half of it's gone. Mm. And so I was thinking, man, the next half's going to go just as quick. Mm. But your outlook was so different. Do you feel like insecurities you had younger um, are still present in your life and, and you learn oh, how to manage them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, even on that, like, becoming older thing is um, – it's coming to grips with the fact that um, I've had to change a lot of those mindsets and, and really just get over a lot of those insecurities and go into a new phase of my life, mm. right? So a lot of those insecurities I think I covered up with uh, – or compensated maybe is a better word – compensated with um, – <clears throat> Large hats. Large hats. Um, <laughs> diverting attention away from the head somehow. Advanced hair, yeah, yeah. Gloves. You know, so everyone's looking at my gloves as opposed to my head. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm rocking out yeah, gloves yeah. I bleached my hair to take attention off my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work, no. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, 
Is that, you know, uh, you know, like by kind of being the life of the party, uh, being bigger than kind of, you know, all this kind of like bringing lots of energy. And now it's really changed, right, in the sense that I am, now, I am 40 years old and I can keep trying to be the cool 15, 21, even 30-year-old, but it's just not a reality anymore, right? And I have to be comfortable and embrace the fact that going to the next stage of my life is actually a really empowering thing and mm. a really good thing because there is – I know that as a 21-year-old, I would I would have and did benefit from a 40-year-old actually not being a 21-year-old but showing some maturity mm. and showing some guidance and all that kind of stuff. So I've, so I've really had to force myself to embrace that side of things and that's just that has really helped in some of those insecurities and understanding that my journey has been different to everyone else's um, that my path to, you know, like I've got a really, you know, like I said, one of my friends, he's, you know, he's built this really successful business and just killing in life and gets to go on holidays for six months of the year and just, you know, still live large and all that kind of stuff. But my path has been different, but I can still embrace the fact that where I'm at now is actually helpful for those who have gone, who, who, who are coming up. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to like conceptualize or to, yeah, conceptualize or to articulate that mm. except uh, apart from the fact that I just kind of need to get over it and like every day is kind of a, yep. a battle towards that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Um, because I'm just and, – and you and you just noted and you would know this, Lisa and Jason, that like the reality of life just makes – it just forces you into that. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It it's does. like I can't – I want to – like I've played footy all my life, right? And I've played footy at a, at a fine level, right? But now whenever I go back on the footy field, things just hurt, yeah. right? <laughs> Because that's just life, right? Now, you can make sure you're fit and all this kind of stuff, but – or I can actually go into another period of my life where I can actually, on the footy field, I can actually try and help someone achieve what they can achieve, mm. guide someone, be a good influence in their life. Um, I'm not sure if that answers your question. I sort of just no, got on a good. tangent as no, I no. do. Yeah. But, you know, just mu really like uh, being uh, reflective, being self-conscious about those insecurities and just kind of like working to. Get over it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, hey, and you've yeah. got a master's um, CrossFit comp coming up uh, tomorrow. Huge. Well, you know, didn't want to go on about it, but... Uh, you've got to compensate for the footy team, but you've got to compensate for the ladder. If you can climb your own ladder at CrossFit... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. My like, favourite thing is how nonchalant flags. you go once you're losing, but then how much of a powerhouse you are when you win. It's not nonchalant. It's just, it's it's reality. Like I said, in terms of like where we're growing up, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Crows are, crows are paying for the sins of our past, yep. right? Just much like those people who went to university and potentially didn't try as hard as they did or yep. something happened in their life or they achieved a level of success, maybe not the pinnacle, right, but more than other people. Mm. For example, making a grand final, for example. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that Within that, there were sacrifices that needed to be made. Mm. So we sacrificed a bit of young talent. Right now we're paying for those sins, but right? Poor not, not actually getting into a grand final know, for a yeah. long, 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 long time. Like we long haven't time. underperformed. No, we're we've not performed right now. We've, we've performed. Uh, that's exactly. That is exactly right, Jason. <laughs> yeah. We have performed exactly appropriately. Look, as we would expect we would ourselves to. Potentially slightly exceeded. That's right. Yeah, so, Stewie, here's what I was saying this morning, right? Here's my bone of contention if we're going to talk football. <laughs> is that I'm a crowy at heart. You can right? just 15 seconds forward I, a couple of times. I used to dro like. ride my bike to Alberton Oval, used to cheer the Maggies on. Really? They were in Santa Fe. Used to go, are you turning me down? No, no. Fade out. Fade I, worked, out. I worked at Footy Park Maccas. Oh. I, 
I worked at Jason Kmart. hear it was the trombone. I worked at Kmart when the back-to-back T-shirts came out for 97, 98. I went to the city. I celebrated with I was a crowing mm, mm, through and through. Mm. And now I'm not allowed to be. No, that's fine. No, no, you're not. I anyway, what, well, you can be whatever you want. I'm a Port Adelaide supporter no, because no, 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 you know. supporters like you tell me I can't, no, 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 no. I can't you, go for you both. You can do – and this is true of life. In a showdown, Port always. Chase, this is true as life, right? You are free to do whatever you want. Very much so. <laughs> but you are not free of the consequences of those things. Exactly right. So you can, you can choose your actions. You can't always choose your consequences. Exactly so right. You can, you can weigh your consequences. Hmm? You can weigh your consequences, mm. but you have to be in tune yeah. with the reality. See, years ago, Jace forced my hand to make the choice. It was like port or crows. And I was like... Because he's a man of integrity. Seven, That's why. A seven-year-old rode her bike to Ableton Oval. It's Port Adelaide. Mate. That's fine. Good. Go for it. Fantastic. I mean, when you know, we're, we're getting we're getting <laughs> sidetracked a little bit, but like once again, you can support eighteen clubs, but you are not uh, immune to the fact that we will ridicule you for having uh, joined alliances. And, and I will that, say, isn't that a reflection of your club? Isn't that embarrassing? No, 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 no. Because we're not <laughs> the club that literally sings before no one will ever tear us apart. So is so worried about what everyone else thinks that they have to literally sing a song for every single game to reinforce their victim mentalities. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. We've got, we've Insecurity's got, coming out everywhere here. We've got a bullied 19-year-old who's our star player. Lisa, He's Lisa. rising above all the mess. Lisa, I ran a podcast for two years on this team. I know, you like, did. Yeah, fighting against oh, Jones. and... <laughs> no, my best mate Sorry. and my husband won't let me go. Maddie Jones anyway. is absolutely no, no crows yeah, for that's me. Fine. Yeah, no, that's cool. Anyway, Unfair. good man, good man. Hopefully get him on the podcast soon. Okay, so... Insecurities. Yeah, it's true. That was really great. All good. That was yeah, a good that example was great. of that. Was a great, that was a great example of, 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 of a <laughs> great example of bullying going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's what happens amongst friends. But no, like, like to, to draw thing. If you want to draw something from this time, like seriously, take some time, have a think, look over your life. You know, one of the best um, ways to I think discover who we are is to look at patterns in our lives. Because mm. um, at what point, Stu, did you recognise? Oh, I reckon this is all actually coming from, or potentially coming from a specific insecurity rather than like a lot of people say, hey, this is just who I am or, you know, I just like to do this or whatever, mm. like to go, oh, maybe this is my insecurity. Mm. Yeah, good question. And also um, na- nature nurture too. I was talking to a student today just about what we learn mm. from our parents and what's our own that we've taken. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, it's, I, don't, I, don't, I can't think of a specific time, but it's, it's something that I'm just and – I, and I say just get over it. It's something I'm always kind of like battling with. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. And – and it fluctuates with the good and the bad and the moods and the, um, you know, the weather, honestly. Like, you know, yep. now it's flipping cold. Everyone's tired and, and depressed. In and menopause as well. <laughs> hot flushes, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But it does it, – it's something I'm always conscious of and something I'm always wary of. Um, so, yeah, to, to – I don't know. It, it Look, it does happen with maturing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it happens with growing up. Um, Which is an inter- interesting part of maturing is that we actually recognise – Yeah. Yeah. Like maturing isn't becoming uh, invulnerable and impervious. It's actually becoming a little bit more comfortable enough to recognise where mm. we need to grow and where yeah. we're actually broken mm. and all those sorts of things. And, so and it's really easy for a 40-year-old to say this, but it's why I just, you know, I would recommend that, you know, those who are a bit younger who are listening to something like that, like just actually believe those that you trust who are in those, who have been through the stuff before because like flipping out youth is wasted on the young to a point. And, there's, mm. and it is very true because – we live, uh, you know, like in our, you know, and I'm sure I'm speaking for these two as well. Um, forgive me if I'm not, but like I know that if I had un- had the understanding in some ways that I have now mm. back then, boy, it would have made so Huge. much part, part more of my life, so much more easy to bear, 
you're just less worried about what other people are thinking about you. And it's mm. once again, it's something that you always battle with, um, or it's something you journey through. But absolutely, I have a far better understanding and, and grasp of it now. Mm. Yeah. And can you hear the voices of the people uh, when we were younger saying, mm. like giving that oh, advice and thinking, oh, right. you're a 40 year old, what do you know? Yeah, and exactly. But they knew. So just listen. So just listen to it. Do mm. you know what I mean? And even if you have to listen to it and try and follow that without fully believing it necessarily, maybe just look once again, do this with people that you trust who mm. have fruit in their life and a track record that actually, um, you know, is good as opposed to some people who don't. But, um, you know, if you're just trusting that, trusting those trusted people in their life, um, yeah, it'll, it'll day, serve you well. Day and age where the accessibility to, um, you know, podcast videos, movie, mm. like the, the accessibility to things that you could get on a free podcast now that mm. back in our day would have been a, like a $2,000 seminar type information. Yeah. You can access some of the, yeah. The, the top people in, in whatever field you want sharing their lives, journeys, is really worth accessing. Absolutely. Um, back in our day, I mean, you know, the voices I had in my life were like amazing people who would give up their time, but the people who are only three or four years ahead of me who are still finding their way as well, mm. and I hung on to the advice that they gave, and some of it was great and helpful. Some of it was like, yeah, exactly what you'd expect a 22-year-old to kind of say, that's mm. the best that I've got. And yeah. so um, to be able to access people who really do have yeah. voices and wisdom and yep. for any age, right? Yeah. We can still access, you know, mm. the people in the next... The YouTubes. The on YouTube, the YouTubes, the Netflix. you know, yep. for you yep. and I. I'm sure there's some 60-year-olds out there putting out what the best way to live your 40s. We yeah. should probably be accessing sure. that's, that's what 40s. I keep reminding myself. I was like, when I'm 50, I'm going to be like, shivers, I was young at 40. Because yeah. yeah. in my 30s, yeah. I was like... Stu, you mentioned the 35-year-old category uh, in your CrossFit thing yeah, you talked yeah. to me about it, and I was like, oh, the 35... Gee, that'd be whippersnappers, wouldn't that? <laughs> that'd be a few go-getters out there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But it's important to remember, I think, that every, bo- every human being has insecurities. So it's not like, oh, Stu's got some. We all do, whether we acknowledge oh, okay. it or not. And yeah. so the what earlier... What are your insecurities? Yeah, the earlier mm. you can learn what they are and to be able to, sh- to walk that road with someone that you trust... Yep. That's the better that that you. For that, sure. That's my hindsight from an old lady. That's good. Is, yeah. A little, little thought from Lise. And many of us will have that. Hey, I have this insecurity because of something this person said or did in my life, and you don't want to get too hung up on. Yep, there are probably good reasons for those. Mm. What is the action or the counteraction going to be now? Because you could spend your whole life blaming so and so who did or didn't do something mm. for you, mm. rather than the like. Well, I really appreciate what you're sharing, Stu. Is like no, actually, no. I've realised. Hey this is where I'm at now in life yep. and this is how I've got to take ownership with making the most of where I land right now. Sure. So, Good stuff. Good stuff from you, Stu. All right. Well, let's just, we, we were going to do a real quick, let's just do a couple of minutes because it's kind of the first of the year but not really the first of the year. Mm. Sorry, we've been a little bit... bit busy. First one, like, was Stan Bush in the first one as well? He was. Absolutely okay. he was. We made... We was made uh, Obviously, Brad? you must have listened to the podcast. <laughs> I skipped the I start part. I love Brad. Brad was uh, that's, on. That's untrue. If you're listening to the podcast, you're repeating the, yeah, the no, first no, part. I just listened on. to the Stan Bush song. Yeah, yeah. I love Brad. He was on my side the whole time and just loved yeah, it. No, I did. Yeah, Lisa, yeah, Lisa made me listen to it. No, yeah, it, was no. it was actually great. <laughs> listen to all my bits, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we were going to talk about um, maybe just some quick goals for this year, some A goal or something mm, for this mm. year. Lise? Mine is... To where Jason and I want to study, study cognitive behaviour therapy. Mm-hmm. Mine is probably to keep applying that to myself, to really get a hold of my thoughts, to take them captive, as the word said, but also to get some more tools to be able to really take back control of mm. my, my thought life. Yeah. Great. Mm. Jace? I'll start off this year with a pretty good um, fitness goal. Um, He's been... 
Add it. So you want to show us your six pack? Show us your six pack. No, <laughs> uh, you should be able to see through my shirt. Uh, that you're I'm, not wrong. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that with the mullet. That, that you know I definitely I mean? don't have a six pack. Um, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, my friend and I, a bit of a recognizing. Hey, coming down, bearing down on forty. I really want to be as physically active and recognizing for myself personally the massive benefits in my mental health and energy mm. uh, and all around lifestyle. My sleep's better when I exercise, and I've do that in fits and starts, but um, sort of recognize, hey, I need to do this consistently. Yeah. Now I have done my shoulder, and now I'm like, oh man, got to start doing legs. Case, but that's mate. fine. That's fine. You don't, um, you don't need shoulder to run, mate. <laughs> That's what I yeah. yeah I get it I get it but yeah. running doesn't build muscles either mate so it doesn't Yo. look good in the calendar anyway so but yeah so for me it's to be consistent um, helps with my eating helps with everything so yeah. consistent it's, with exercise. I think I think what I've appreciated about you know because I've seen you drinking bullet coffee and all this kind of rubbish but <laughs> yeah. you know but is that it's not just about it's funny I mean Jason his friend have this uh, fun little challenge that they're doing I won't go into it but. Um, but it, but it is about something which is actually more important than just you know looking the part. You know what I mean? Like it's it's good for your mental health, it's good for um, your just general uh, sleeping patterns, all that kind of stuff. It's just helpful in terms of healthiness yeah. um, that you're not doing it for vanity's sake or that kind of stuff. The vanity is the joke. Part the vanity is the joke part of it. Um, but yeah, no, 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 it's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. So and understanding that at forty, it's it becomes. You become so time poor, but also, yeah, you do your shoulder every five minutes. You do your shoulder get. I, I started having um, – I'm trying to have cold showers in the morning, right? Every day, man, I do those. You do I it every day. Oh, do a few ocean do. dips as well, by the way. Okay, there we go. Um, but I, I the other day I did one and um, I threw my neck out. Because <laughs> <laughs> Because like I just the cold shocked me and I kind of like switched. <laughs> it just hurt through yeah. and then like two or three days I'm like, oh yeah, this is just what it's like being old. Yeah, welcome it's, to late thirties, early forties. Yeah, oh it's just shower like, injuries, sleep injuries as well. Yes, I realised <laughs> I realised once I started waking up with a physical injury yeah. from literally sleeping that yeah, my the body pillow was, wasn't exactly yeah, right. My body's not good. Oh, so I'm as I'm trying to really pad for time because I haven't really thought of a goal and I haven't set myself good goals this year. Uh, the, uh, Are one you still is, using your safe for your phone, yeah. so the batteries run out, and so I've been Convenient. very sl- yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> once again, honestly, it it actually it does. I, I've considering a few different tactics and things to get over that, um, not to get over it. Sorry to to really curb my. Phone usage and screen usage and all that kind of stuff. Um, Could we I, get a new battery in that bad boy? See, it's just I can't think of any solutions whatsoever. You know what I mean? So No, um, <laughs> but even to the point of like, oh, do I just get like a dumb phone like we talked about yep. with Brad? Um, you know, so I have other challenges with that. I like run a business literally yeah, through my phone, all this kind of stuff. So it's really trying to find some good balance with my – with that kind of stuff, you know, when I get home and I'm knackered and I sit on the couch and this is the easiest thing to mm-hmm. do, right? Yeah. And so, but the thing is that I now see it, outplay it in with my children, mm. that it just becomes the easy thing to do. You Doesn't sit on the couch it? and it's just yeah. like, you're just chilling and fine. And look, it's fine. I don't want to guilt anyone. I'm not guilting anyone. It's fine, right? So um, you get my name's not Brad Huddleston, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no, not Call that. Brad. Yeah, but, um, you know, there's, there needs to be balance in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so... So really trying to interject that with replacing with other things. So we, we did the reading last year, which was really good. Um, but I want to just make sure I keep upping that, make sure that's something that's really um, big in my life. You've got to check in with these things. That's what we do. It's got yeah. to check in. Yep. yep. Off, the, so, off the wagon happens very easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I don't That's know. Good. We're doing bathroom renos. Is that a goal? That's huge. Yeah. So for your mental health, is that going to be helpful? It'd be really poor for my mental health for a okay. period of, for <laughs> okay. a period of time. Do you know what I mean? And uh, your financial health as well. Probably. Yeah, financial health is not ideal either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's going to be a big year, mate. Um, well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Okay. You we still haven't committed to anything, mate. What are you? Are you yeah, committing? Bathroom, bathroom renos, mate. No, the, the, well, okay. Uh, do I have to put a specific goal? Well, I don't know. It's the phone thing, I guess. More Back than on the phone. Let's get some batteries in her. Hey, you're yes, already so. killing it with the exercise thing. So good on you. Yeah. You well, know? look. Yeah, trying to always just trying to maintain that. I'm trying to look. Uh, uh, one thing is trying to maintain a good balance in life, right? Um, because I do. You know, I do CrossFit quite regularly. I work full time. I run a business. I coach a football team. Um, Is that kids Andrew, basketball. Andrew McLeod, that one? Yeah, so I coach the Adelaide Crows. <laughs> no. um, so lots going on, um, and I don't want to be uh, spread myself too thin. So yeah. making sure that I have balance in that. A Chris Mormon's headline. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> spread too thin. We're going to oh, take a shot at him. Not bad at all. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> trying to help you, mate. That's right. a bit better. You, <laughs> you wait for the influx of hate that we get. <laughs> yeah, no. That we have besmirched the good name of Chris Mormon. All four <laughs> Hummel fans. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. <laughs> Please get to us on uh, – we, we are thinking through ideas for episodes. We're trying to be a bit more regular in terms of how much we release. Uh, but we wanted to get some special guests in. So mm. hit us up on the Instagram at – The Unmasked Podcast underscore AU. Yeah, something like that. Something so like that. has been a Questions minute. there, um, you know, suggestions that you might have um, and anything like that would be good. Or just if mm. you see me – Give us a review of uh, Rad the Movie. Go Rad watch the it. Movie, go watch that. Make sure wait. that's one of your goals. Uh, I've been Stuart, Jason Lees. Love you guys. Peace out. <laughs>